0: You are now tuned in to The Work It Podcast with author, award-winning blogger, and digital debutante, Danielle Little, aka The Cubicle Chick. Get ready to be encouraged, informed, and enlightened. Take it away, Danielle.
1: Hello, everyone. You are listening to The Work It Podcast. I'm your online navigator, hostess, with the mostest and resident cubicle chick Danielle Little of the com, Give me 30 minutes and you will be inspired. Now I'm going to preface this by telling you guys that this is not going to be the normal work it podcast show where we talk about career topics um, and b- making the most out of your personal and your professional life. That's what I normally speak about, that's what I normally do, but today is different because it is this episode is called "Nothing Compares to You," and it is being dedicated to the one and only Prince, who left us uh, three years ago uh, on April twenty first, twenty sixteen. I am a huge, huge, huge Prince fan. I have been a Prince fan since I was seven years old and the 1999 album came out. My father actually uh, introduced me to his music and it was something that bonded us together. I didn't understand the songs. Obviously, I'm seven. I didn't understand the the, the religious tone, the sexual tone, the naughtiness of it, the funk of it until much, much later. But I was I gravitated towards it for some reason. And I think I just loved the musicianship that he showed. But I also liked the uniqueness of the music. When you heard a Prince song, you knew right away that it was a Prince song. He didn't sound like anything else. That was out at the time, and so I just became a really big fan and so in 2016, when I found out that he died, I was I was devastated. I'll actually tell you the story of how I found out that he passed away. I was actually speaking at a conference here in St. Louis. Uh, I was on a panel, and before uh, actually after the panel was over, uh, I got a text from a really good friend of mine, Ray Jean, who a lot of you guys know also is no longer with us, but she texts me and she said, did you hear? And I said, did I hear what? Cause I'm at a conference. I'm not really tuned into my phone. I'm not on Twitter. I'm not on you know Facebook. I'm just doing my, my networking thing. And she said, did you, did, did you hear? And so of course I said, hear what? And she said, Prince died. And I was like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, what? So I instantly, of course, opened up my CNN app. And sure enough, you know, it said that he had, he died. And of course, we didn't know how he died, you know, until later. But just to know that he died alone in an elevator in his, in his uh, house uh, and studio, it, it just, it still makes me sad to this day. It still brings tears to my eyes, actually, because I am not, a casual fan of his, like I've been a follower of his music for most of my life. And he's kind of like the soundtrack to my life. So when I found out that he died, and I remember being at the conference, and I had to actually step away to the bathroom, I actually had to step away, so that I could like compose myself because I was that distressed. And I was that sad. And I know some people are thinking, how can you be sad and distressed over someone that you've never met over a celebrity, you know, you've never been, you've never, this person didn't even know you. But the loss of his art, and and the fact that he was such a huge, huge part of my life, musically, like I said, he was the soundtrack of my life. It was devastating. And it it took weeks and months for me to even really, to be honest, able to listen to his music without being sad. And I think a lot of that also has to do with the fact that it was something that my father turned me on to. It was kind of like our bonding thing was sitting listening to the latest Prince album. And then when my father passed, that was Prince was a tie to my father. And then Prince passed. My dad died in twenty twelve and then Prince died in twenty sixteen. And it was kinda like, Okay, now both of them are gone. And I know some people might think this is dramatic and they might think that I'm just being over the top. But Prince Rogers Nelson touched me in a way that I don't think any other musician has, and um so the reason why I wanted to do this episode is we are embarking on his third year of him being gone, and his legacy is still is still just as strong as ever. um I'm actually sitting here in the studio with Chris, and I'd like you to speak up for me because let you go I know you were letting me go, but um I actually. I was like, I got to bring some Prince albums because a lot of people think, oh, oh, you're a Prince fan, whatever. Like, I'm a Prince fan fan. I've got over 20 of his albums. I brought a few. Couldn't bring all 20 of them to the studio, but I brought a few of them here. A yeah. few of my favorites.
0: She's Yeah, she's got them in front of me, actually. So it's, <laughs> it's still in the plastic, but they're opened, but they're still in the plastic. Mm-hmm. Been, I
1: listen to them, actually. Yeah, I'm
0: saying they've been played. They're not, you know, some people keep them in original. They keep two copies. Mm-hmm. Some people keep an original and, and this one. No, well,
1: I have two, so I have two copies of Purple Rain, so I do have a Purple Rain that's never been opened. Okay. And this is my...
0: That's huge. This is my, yeah. you know... And you should tell everybody, <laughs> I mean, we skip one thing. This, So we're at third year, but this is episode 30. Yes. For us. So that's something else. You kind of, you left oh, off the Oh, I'm sorry. But that's what i was saying. So, but third year and it's episode 30. Yes. Uh, then we, you know, you've been on hiatus, but there was a lot going on in these few months. So this is, but no, this is huge. So you have, you know, three three actual records in front of me and then a smaller. Uh, a, 45 a 45 single
1: from yep. um, the Batman soundtrack.
0: Not even a 12 inch single. No. She's actually got a 45. I got a
1: 45.
0: 45. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah, that's.
1: Of, of that. And then I brought um, Purple Rain, of course, which is like a print staple. I brought 1999 mm-hmm. and I brought Around the World in the Day. Yep. Um, and my favorite album, which I, I didn't bring because it wasn't in the pile that I picked up from home, but my favorite album album from Prince is probably the Parade album which coincidentally is also the soundtrack to Under the Cherry Moon and a lot of people have panned it because Under the Cherry Moon was not a very good movie but sonically the music is probably some of his best music ever um he's still with the revolution at this point and I think Mm -hmm. that he was like at a crescendo when it came to his talent and um Parade is an album that I still listen to like weekly on a weekly basis, so yeah, I'm. We're look at this. Like I was looking is, at the I was looking at the 45 <laughs> because
0: I didn't know the B side of Party Man, which was you know, the Batman movie. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the B side was Feel You Up. Mm-hmm. So that was the actual. Okay, yeah. no, I didn't know that. See, I'm, I'm over here digging through <laughs> stuff. So I mean, yeah.
1: And uh, a, and uh, a, and a, so if you want to hand me that, the 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 45, the Batman, the, 45. the Bat Dance, and um Party Man um 45. Yeah. A little known fact about this is Prince had to sign over rights to. The Batman soundtrack that he did to Warner Brothers in order to do the soundtrack. That's the only just time, for track. just for that. That's the only time that he's done that. Is
0: but he still? It was written, produced, performed, arranged. arranged. I mean, it was still him. They, they. I'm, I'm sure that they, you know, paid a small fortune to to get that right. Yeah. But because of everything else he did, in the the Paisley Park, and the way he ma- ran his own masters and his own company, his own record label, and released on his own, and treated music as not. Just the money maker, but as a artistic right, uh, by changing his name temporarily to get out of things, mm-hmm. it was just. I mean, that's astounding that you can change your name numerous times in ways and still maintain the same following, the same people, but grow your base. Actually, mm-hmm. he actually got more growth. I think at the, around that time later when he changed it and did it, and people were like because it was all over the news. It was everywhere. Yeah, so that's a big change.
1: Yeah, I I feel like. And we all and and I've heard the comparison, you know, Michael Jackson versus Prince. And, you know, you have your Michael Jackson faction and you have your Prince faction. I actually love them both for different reasons. I
0: don't know what they're comparing.
1: I think because at the time they were both, you know, at the height of their success in the 80s. um, And they're both, you know, black musicians, black singers uh and i think that it was it was um only natural to compare them but i also have another little known fact that you may or may not know that bad the song bad that michael jackson uh did mm-hmm. originally wrote it as a duet for him and prince and they were supposed to go back and forth as to who was bad and prince got the demo and he said that he didn't want to do it and i yeah. i that probably was a good decision right that probably was a good decision though. for both of
0: them yeah I mean, for, you think about it for both of them because Bad became, you know, iconic in mm-hmm. its own right. So mm-hmm. every, everything did, and no, but there. I think one other part is, and I keep going back to it, is the business aspect. They both had a very sharp business aspect for what they did. Uh, him buying the Beatles masters, him by. I mean, there's a lot that Michael did too, business wise. That does correlate. Music wise, I think they're to, to me they're independent. They're not a competition against each other. Mm-hmm. I think in terms of artistic ownership. They share a lot of the same traits. They really. They, oh, they sure. Craft.
1: That's what I'm saying. They want. Sure. Them.
0: The craft was the most important thing.
1: The, the the one thing I guess that Prince had over Michael, if you could say that, is he played many, many uh, different instruments.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you right. know,
1: of course, uh, Prince is known for, you know, his versatility when it comes to instruments. All the instruments. All the instruments. And, just,
0: and then the opposite was true for Michael, who would never go to rehearsals, watch them dance one time. And then master the dance better than what they had done mm-hmm. through all those rehearsals. Mm-hmm. So there was another, again, you know, artistic sure. between the two. Yeah. That, was, that was a huge piece of the, the history, though. I didn't know that about the, uh, the, the ones. I do know one thing about Prince that everybody probably knows is, though, he was extra selective about anything he participated in, including there was one song he didn't do. And I remember who it was with, but I remember the story specifically that he didn't like the language in the song they were using because of the vulgarity Mm -hmm. and they rewrote it for him to be in the song yeah
1: so later on in prince's career so you know first of all prince beginning to middle of his career uh he was known for you know sexual things sexual things i remember singing (laughs) i remember singing darling nikki which we all know that darling nikki is about masturbation it's about a woman that's you know playing with herself which is totally natural okay i look totally natural but i don't think at 9 years old or <laughs> i should have been singing darling nikki and i don't think that i would allow my daughter to sing it but my dad he was like go ahead yeah. just you know he 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 didn't censor my music in any way and um i'm kind of thankful for that because i did fall in love with the purple rain album but later on he became a jehovah's witness yes. coincidentally Michael Jackson grew up being a Jehovah's Jones. Witness and then left the religion. And then so there's a lot of parallels if, if you look at the both of them. Uh, they also were born, I believe, the same year. They were the same age, too.
0: Oh, I know I saw Prince live in concert. He did most of his show. And then at one point he said, I remember this because it was funny, as he said, right now is a good time to have the kids and go get a drink or a soda or a snack. And then he did Face Down. So, uh-huh. I mean, he, yeah. it was like, oh, he, he let him know for a moment yeah. we, we, we're going to we're going to change things. Sure. And here we go. And he gave him like a little <laughs> bit of opening time of that music. And yeah. And he was in.
1: Yeah. Later on in his career, though, he would not uh, do certain songs or if he did certain songs that was sexual in nature, he would change the lyrics. So I've only seen Prince one time. And that was at the Essence Fest in 2014, oh. where he was the headliner. That's the only time I've seen him live and uh there were several songs that we wanted him to do but he didn't do because he didn't he, he didn't want to sing those those types of lyrics. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's the one of the things that I kind of miss or 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 wish that perhaps is that he he celebrate he would have continued to celebrate his artistry even throughout his religious uh Well let me ask that.
0: actually you're right what I was going to ask you is do you think he didn't change the lyrics and perform it clean because of his artistry of the past. I mean, he didn't want to change his original intent. Probably. So he just said, I'm just yeah. not gonna do it. It's out there for you to listen to, I'm mm-hmm. not gonna do it. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then Maite, so Maite, who was his first wife, he was married Mm -hmm. twice. Maite, uh, you've seen her in the Seven video. She was uh, a belly dancer. You've seen her um, supposedly, according to many sources. She is who he wrote the most beautiful girl in the world for. And she's also in a video called The One. Uh, that came out, I believe, in ninety seven, ninety eight. Um, she choreographed and directed that video. Beautiful woman, but she did an auto. She did a, her autobiography a couple of years ago, and I've I've have it on audiobook, and I've listened to it like three times. It's an amazing audio, auto autobiography. Yeah. Uh, it's a. Ama- it's probably one of the best autobiographies I've ever read. And even though um, he broke her heart, he ended up breaking her heart um, in the end. She just said that he was just one of the nicest, most loving, most giving people. And that's the thing about Prince. And in, private people, too. Yes, private. And, and and one of the things about Prince that I know that I have come to appreciate since he's passed is the fact that he surrounded himself with a lot of women musicians. Rock and roll, music Ooh. in general, is a very male-dominated field. And if you notice, he always made sure in each of his evolutions, Of the different princes that he would become, he always had a strong female with him. Whether it was Sheila E, I always
0: uh, say I laugh at Sheena E, you know, or Sheena
1: Easton. You got the look. But I'm saying Sheila E, Sheena Mm -hmm. Easton. He brought a lot of Shaka Khan. He brought. He always Um, had a powerful female figure with him, or 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 helping them get into the industry. And that's something that a a lot of artists, a lot of male artists, cannot say that they've been able to do.
0: And they didn't keep, like you said, they didn't keep lead guitarists that were females. They didn't keep, there's, mm-hmm. it just didn't happen. There's, there would mm-hmm. be a female band, and then there, he, this was very odd for him to have those type in as a lead type person that was mm-hmm. in there.
1: And so he's, you know, three years later, there's no, first of all, there's never, ever replacing Prince, but he still missed. And, and, and there's still some music in the vault. We hear about this vault because we yes. know that Prince just had so much music. They say we go
0: and record you hear numbers, but you know, you say thirty, forty, fifty tracks and then go, I don't like it, mm-hmm. I don't like it, I like it, file it. But then you hear these ones, there one that came out later and you're like, That was amazing. Yeah. He just didn't want to do it right then. That was just the moment he didn't mm-hmm. want to do it. There there's a lot of music, I bet.
1: And earlier this week they announced that he he had started before he died, he had started his running his autobiography. Oh. And I think he only had fifty pages. But they're going to release that autobiography. I guess they finished it with another writer, obviously, because he died, and that's going to be released later this year. So I cannot wait, and it's going to be called "The Beautiful One." Okay, that's uh, huge. which is you know off of us of a track in Purple Rain. Um, and so I'm I'm really proud of that, but his legacy is just amazing. I think ten years from now, twenty years from now, if I'm still around, I'm still going to be listening to Prince music. I'm still going to be and I do. I like listen. Ask my daughter. I listen to Prince music like it just came out. <laughs> I, I I literally do. I'm listening to Prince at least once or twice a week still to this day. Uh, I was doing it before he passed, and I'm doing it after. Like he's just a huge part of my life.
0: No, I, I think you can actually relate this to an episode. I know you said this wasn't your normal episode, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you a curveball. Okay, because that's my job is to look for those things that you the way he treated his music is the way you should treat your passions Mm -hmm. for what you do, like your creative passions or whatever it is. You should treat your stuff the same way. Sure. Now you don't have, I mean, he made a career out of it. That's different than a passion, but Mm -hmm. you should treat him the exact same way about what you feel strongly about. He took control of it. Didn't worry about what the others thought it worked for everything he did. And you should have that same type of passion for the things you like to do. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at what we're doing. We're 30 episodes in doing a podcast. People would think, yeah, is it going to work? We're 30 episodes in yeah that's a long time my my show my well, my one tech show I run six, <laughs> but my one tech show is a hundred and something episodes. sure. I never thought it would get that far and it evolved from real basic and rudimentary to great audio, and then I moved into video it's yeah, it totally moved itself, but mm-hmm. that's a passion right so
1: exactly i and I think that that's what gravitates me to Prince, too is his workmanship, yeah. like I feel like he was always creating. He was always working on something. And I feel like I do that in a way. You know, I'm always, you you know, working on something, creating something or collaborating with someone because it is a passion. And Mm -hmm. I want to make my mark on the world in some way. And um, I guess I kind of want to be my own version of Prince. We all kind of need to be our own versions of him. And I mean, that's a high, that's a high level. That's a high bar to, to, to be because he, he was, he was brilliant. But if I could just be just a little bit of what he was, I'll be doing, I'll be doing good, I think.
0: I can't play any instruments anymore. <laughs> I used to. I can't right now. Yeah. It would be a very bad. Uh, I can
1: write some poetry. I could probably write yeah, music different. and stuff. Okay.
0: Because uh, yeah. otherwise it's, I mean, I could play a rudimentary thing on a piano.
1: I recently uh, on the thecubiclechick.com wrote out. Uh, seven Prince songs to help you start your day off right Okay. in memory of of, of his passing. Okay. And I'm going to share a few of those with you, if you don't mind. And you can get the whole entire list at thecubiclechick.com backslash, or is it forward slash? Is it back or forward? It's considered a back. Backslash Prince songs. The whole list is there. I'm not going to go through the whole list here. But one of the songs on the list, and I kind of debated, and I even put this in the text that I debated, putting it on there, but you just kind of have to, and that's kiss. Like starting your day off with that na 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 and that funk comes in. How can you not feel happy?
0: you're gonna feel happy
1: when you hit you know you grab the. that's when you grab that brush your your hairbrush or whatever your fake microphone
0: i'm gonna need a slower build i get out of bed slow I'm just telling you, <laughs> i just tell you i need something I said little. start I need,
1: your day i, I didn't say st- i didn't say as soon as you get out the bed okay. i'm saying start your day like okay. as you're getting ready as you're getting your you know your morning okay. routine throw a little kiss on okay because i think that you're gonna be inspired another one and this this mm-hmm. goes without saying this is from the purple rain album this is iconic let's go crazy
0: of course Well, let's go crazy.
1: Dearly beloved, we've got, you know, that 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 whole organ intro. And then when that that beat knock comes in and that guitar, I mean, that amps you up immediately. Like, that's a great song to start.
0: That organ intro is the same thing that Queen did Mm -hmm. when he said, uh, we're going to we're going to make an opera and they're like, when does that start? He goes, eh, now, in the middle. And people went, what? And it just, it worked. So the organ intro and Dearly mm-hmm. Beloved and then, you know, to Let's Go Crazy, same idea. The same, just did what they wanted to do and it worked beautifully well.
1: And so a lot of, you know, if you read the lyrics to Let's Go Crazy, it's actually a religious, it's actually
0: a I've religious. Never read the lyrics.
1: Yeah. So he's talking about, are you going to let D elevator? So people think he's saying the elevator, but it's, are you going to let D elevator break us down? okay oh no let's go so the elevator is the devil
0: see i've only i only know let's go crazy and then
1: at the end he says he's coming he's coming he's coming he's talking about jesus is coming back
0: see this is later in his okay
1: so So, this is purple Rain. i mean this is is like the the epic part of his career Mm -hmm. and he's blending in religious statements into his music in purple rain if you look at the lyrics, it is all is all about Christ.
0: And now we really are hard on artists that bring it in. Lecrae is one of the most recent ones that was able to cross over mm-hmm. and keep that same tone and vibe and lyrics and be successful. But everyone else you see really is kind of you know, forgetting mm-hmm. Kirk Franklin type, but you actually sure. they don't let them do that anymore in today's music. It has to be a certain way mm-hmm. and very few artists do that.
1: Well I don't know if he could have got away with it either. And people didn't know, I mean, until you know I I didn't even understand until I read them his lyrics like twenty about twenty years ago that this dude is he's preaching in his, mm-hmm. in a lot of his songs. I mean, he would go from one song talking about masturbation to another song, you know, but it, it's it's kind of almost that Marvin Gaye syndrome where, you know, yeah. it's religion versus, you know, flesh versus faith and who wins. Uh type the, of thing.
0: Another song. I know you Another to song, up.
1: another song. This song makes me feel really beautiful. It's okay. The most beautiful girl in the world. Okay. Getting dressed to that, you know, putting on your makeup and doing your hair and you know. I'm going to let
0: you have that one. <laughs> <laughs> for me uh, yeah okay, for okay. me that's
1: a great way to start your day like i feel beautiful how can you feel beautiful when you hear that song and then if you look at the video he's showing he's showing not just beautiful visual beautiful visually beautiful people he's showing a woman a congresswoman you know standing on stage uh he's showing a black uh, woman teacher getting an award he's showing different races different looks at at yeah, being a woman right that the all those women are beautiful, and so I I like that. Do you have little and red Corvette on there? I don't have little red Corvette I was as, as as a you know that might be a, a song to injure day. Yeah, know? a little bit. That might be a song where you sh- sh- you know that uh, you know. Yeah, some people, okay. that I think that that's I'm gonna do one about you know one to listen to to like. Oh, wind you know, down. Okay, wind okay. down. Especially out. if you have a little friend over. I'm not looking at the list on <laughs> or purpose. Your We're rolling through. I actually. So
0: yeah, I'm not looking at the okay. list. Okay. Yeah. Not... No.
1: So another one on the list, and I think you'll agree with this one. And this is this is from the Around the World in yeah. a Day album, and um, it's yes. very Beatles. If you look, Beatles. So yeah. So Around the World in a Day was kind of like his Beatles. His uh, it, it's very Beatles esque. Um, and that's Raspberry Beret. Well, of course raspberry w- yep. beret without question is a great you know it's it's smooth it's funky um it's i feel like it's whimsical i feel like it's a very whimsical song i didn't even pay attention to the cover very uh mm-hmm. sergeant you know paper. that's why that's, i say yeah. this is this is his version this is his kind of like version of a beatles album he was in he he I didn't never pay
0: the upper right i didn't pay attention till just now because this was covering it mm-hmm. i didn't i didn't you can just tell him you don't have to pull up the album you can tell him right here what's in the upper right corner <laughs> three wise men yep Right. That's what I mean. Basically, he's got them hidden in the corner behind, you mm-hmm. know, the revolution stuff. So that's interesting the way he's he,
1: he always in. look at. Mandela so look at this. Let's do this one. Let's do okay. this one. Because I people like,
0: say this one. So everybody knows. OK, so, so 1999,
1: 1999 album. Yep. So look in.
0: I'm going to while you. OK, look, is until, this on your list? First of all.
1: Nineteen ninety nine. Yes, nineteen ninety nine. The song yeah. is on my list because, of course, that's a great song to start your day. But look in t- the letters. I am. I'm looking. At and you, right what do you, what do you see? where some uh, of the things that you see? I in see
0: the hand reaching down from the clouds. I see his guitar down below the levels in the red lava ish. That which is interesting. That one looks almost space age ish, but it's upside down. He has a lot of upside down writing, too. And you've yes. actually got to. Yeah, he had he yes. that in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he snuck that in. Hold on. What's what is, Wait, there's numbers in this one, too. Yes. Yeah, see, I never paid this much detail attention because no one's forced me to look at it. <laughs> I knew about the eyes in the night. Yeah. I knew about. a
1: lot of his album the covers. The shape of the one
0: for 1999 has always been a question across. Yeah. Is it a penis? Well, yes. <laughs> hey,
1: people say It's that. a phallic symbol. It's a phallic symbol. Yes. yes.
0: They've had that uh rude boy is still in there which was always interesting Mm -hmm. so that was another one that was an interesting choice for him and then a mini graveyard with the uh dagger or it could be a sword because of Mm -hmm. the size
1: defeating evil yep
0: yeah there's a bunch more there's all more hidden stuff i'll let people look the uh you know the peace symbols the sex symbols and you know actually up there in the prince part so all of it's in there he hides it pretty well inside Mm -hmm. of it
1: yeah so prince he there's always a double entendre just when you think that you know what he's talking about, he flips it on you. So all of his album covers, especially the ones in the, in the, in the eighties, uh, because when it started in nineties time, it started being more CDs. And, but even if you look and I didn't bring this one, but diamonds and pearl, it was a hologram. Yes. And so you had to, if you hold it a certain light, you will see different things. All of his, a lot of his album covers in the eighties and, and early nineties have themes and, and have things that um, are there that when you first see it, you don't notice it, but a Prince fan like myself that knows and then open this. So
0: while I do that, while I'm open this, have you made the? you know what you could do? You could make this a public playlist on like Spotify or something so they could just subscribe. Yeah. You could put it on your blog and yeah, so, but no, it could be a public playlist. Yeah. Instead I, of them going to find and hunting or an sure. Apple, whatever it is, you could just make it a playlist.
1: I've thought of that. Yeah. So if you look inside, Why there's, not? there's more situation. Yep. yep.
0: There's um, more stuff. And
1: so, the, so he's looking at now, he's looking at the Around the, the World in a Day yes. album, which is almost... A th- I've
0: seen this one many times. You've
1: seen that one? Yes. And um, I also liked Prince because he gave you the lyrics to all the songs. I was going to say, artists
0: <laughs> don't do this anymore because, well, half time you can't understand them. Yeah. But... He put the lyrics inside of here, which used to be inside the fold-up old CD covers of a lot of bands. Mm-hmm. They just don't do it anymore.
1: They don't do it anymore. No,
0: it saves printing costs, too, and it's online. Now it's a resource.
1: Yeah. So I like buying albums. I'm gonna, I, have, I I have I like, especially Prince albums. I collect specifically Prince albums and Wu-Tang. But do you, do you <laughs> Wu-Tang know what's different, though? When, yeah.
0: when you get this inside the album, you really know this is what the artist meant to say. Sure. Like when the world was rocked, when T-Pain told him, no, that's not what I'm saying. We're not going to get to the whole hand yeah, there, and they yeah. stay there. Wave, but I'm mm-hmm. saying you now. You know what the artist says because they put it in their cover. Now you're relying on. You know, Genius Lyrics and all those other sites Mm -hmm. that are out there, you don't know if they're doing it or not.
1: Yeah, you don't know. So to get the rest of my list of seven Prince songs to help you start your day off right, go to thecubiclechick.com forward slash backslash, you know, the slash thing, Prince songs, and you'll get my full list. And then if you have some good Prince songs that you think to start off your day, you can put them in the comments as well. That'd be great. So The comments would be a great place. Yeah. And so another thing is um, Prince's birthday is um, June 7th. Okay. Uh, and so I am going to Minneapolis. I figured that was coming. I'm going to Minneapolis. I'm going to do a VIP tour of uh, Paisley Park. Actually, the tour is on June 8th because all because of on his birthday it was all sold out. So we have to do it on June it 8th. Probably sold out some time ago. Yeah. So, but I'm gonna I'm I'm planning on going to a lot of things um, uh, in uh, Minneapolis. We're going to obviously go to Paisley Park. We're going to go to First Avenue, which is where a lot of Purple Rain, a lot of the concert shots in Purple Rain was shot. Um, Electric Fetus, uh, which is a record store that he used to go to a lot. He went to the record store two or three days before he died. Uh, So we're going to kind of go do his like Minneapolis thing. um, And I'm looking forward to that. And it'll be my first time. And as a huge Prince fan, as big of a Prince fan, I am. This is my first time going to Paisley Park since it's been um, open to the public. So I'm really looking forward to that
0: oh sounds like a good trip
1: i think it'll be a really good trip
0: there'll be pictures it'll be on the block everybody <laughs> knows gonna, be on yeah instagram. i'm gonna be
1: on instagram. i'm gonna be an instagram right. in fool. okay we are,
0: no so you basically you can follow her social media <laughs> i'm gonna do it in reverse usually she does this to me you can follow her social media to get all the updates from her trip which will be there in the first week of june they know where to tell them you might as well tell them now where do they follow you
1: uh at the cubicle chick on everything so. on
0: everything on everything she learned we had this talk years ago. We <laughs> make sure it's the same every. If you people don't listen to anything I ever say on the show, which you don't probably, but make sure you own your name and brand across the networks, it's even so ones that easy. you
1: don't think you're gonna use, just I've, so you have it. Hey, you know, you went no to one my else session.
0: No, I taught this. I you went. She went to my session. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, so I, I own my name on over 300 networks on purpose. Yeah. you all. I may not use it actively, but I know that that brand is protected and you own it.
1: Sure. What's your favorite Prince song?
0: Ah. <sighs> See, you're going to ask a loaded question because it's going to go across... Or one of them. Yeah, no, I'm going to say, because it's going to go across the number of iterations of himself that he did. Mm-hmm. I think those changed. 1999 was never a favorite of mine only because it was a, it was a party song, but I think it, it was made for a very unique purpose uh, because a lot of people thought it was the end of everything and there was a lot of hidden meaning behind it as well. But that was one I... Raspberry Beret was always a top one. Uh, for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, Little Red Corvette was always a top one. Uh, Purple Rain is just a classic, and only because it it related an actual story about a movie more than other, I think, stories have, if that makes sense. Meaning movies always have songs, and you can relate the song to the movie from Breakfast Club to everything Mm -hmm. else, but that song, what was the movie? It was, you know, yeah. the Purple Rain, The Doves Cry was the whole thing about that movie. I think those are the probably the better, older type stuff that he had that I really like so much. And I, I still keep with these older ones like you do. I have some old 12-inch stuff back there under the stairs in mm-hmm. the studio you haven't seen. Yeah. I got a crate back there that probably okay. has some old 12s back there. Yeah.
1: 12-inch singles, I I used to love those remixes and things, different mixes on the the 12-inch. The B-sides
0: were the best. You never know what you're going to get. Just like this one I said, the B-sides are often the best stuff or the B-side was the hit. It was supposed to be the other Mm -hmm. side and it turned out to be bigger. Mm -hmm. We won't mention that. Always. I
1: know uh, Prince said on Bat Dance um, in the mm-hmm. breakdown, he said, hey, Jackie, you want to stick the seven inch in the computer? Because you remember they went from s- yes. 12 to seven yep. for a while. Yeah. Uh, they, it really didn't didn't last very long. But they they did seven inch singles, too. Yes. For, for sh- small period of time
0: well also on the computers too the old uh, five and a quarter inch floppies mm-hmm. and the ultra, yeah we were, that's a oh whole tech God. thing stick
1: the seven inch in the computer he was so nasty <laughs> you know what
0: you're going over time today look you're okay you're going over finish up because oh, you are you're okay. hitting the end I gotta okay, reign so you I, in. Told,
1: I so I told I told everybody where they could follow me where can they follow you
0: uh, I do notes just how it sounds I-D-O-N-O-T-E-S, I do notes on every network uh, Instagram uh, YouTube channels well that's actually most of that's under Spike Studio for the big channel Uh, That's where we record everything here is at Spike Studio. Uh, It's all the tech stuff. But I Do Notes is on my social media.
1: Awesome. So I wish we could play some prints, but I'm told (laughs) that you're not allowed not only to not play prints, but anything Mm -hmm. that's copywritten uh, on on the podcast or you'll get yanked. So um, I can't sing. I I can't even probably sing. You could lose
0: an episode or your whole feed.
1: Yeah, I don't want to do that. Yeah, let's I don't stay wanna, away from that. I don't want to like. I've get in lost trouble. individual
0: YouTube shows only because of claims that weren't valid. They came back. Yeah. But you could lose your whole feed with iTunes or mm-hmm. something like that.
1: Yeah. So can't play any prints but I urge you uh to 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 listen to one of your favorite Prince songs today. Pull out, pull it out if you haven't if you have not listened stream to it. one in a while. Stream it. Yeah. Put your throw your lighters up because this. <laughs> throw your
0: lighters up.
1: Yes, put your lighters. You know up. what? Turn
0: the light on your phone. Any way you need to do it. <laughs> I don't think there's a lot of those going around anymore. So put the put the light on your phone, yeah. the flashlight mode, and just you know blink that on and off. A few times.
1: I'll never forget when he did. He closed the Essence Fest uh, in 2014 with Purple Rain, and we all had our phones, and that's what we do was now. Just, it was just some, It was it was great. And then the other day, I watched uh, his Super Bowl performance, which to me is hands down the best because it started raining as soon as he started singing, like singing yeah. Purple Rain. That you could not have planned. Anything better? I feel like that's the best top five best top five Super best. Bowl.
0: Okay. Would you agree? I'll buy that. I know I'll buy that one hands. Because I hate most of the halftime shows now. <laughs> I do. I right. just like and just, I not just say hate the artists. Try, you know, they're really restricted and controlled on mm-hmm. not only timing, flow. They have that's a lot of people. This is going to get us over, But people don't realize if you unless you sit back, forget the show itself, turn on the volume, and re- watch the replay. Look at the amount of movement of equipment stages people timing they have to do during that whole thing sure they bring out an entire set thousands of people that are in perfect movement the stage performers come up they just you know they're under they and they go and then it breaks down they're gone and they do that all in the halftime and it's not an extended and we're seeing it later it's actually yeah. in the halftime that is a monolithic display of coordination between all the groups sure lighting sound people yeah artists that artists that, wait artists have to start their show on time Everyone, I want you to think about that. Every concert you've gone to, artists that have to start on time. That, to me, is bigger than anything.
1: Absolutely. But Prince, he they did it seamlessly. Yeah, and course. and Mother Nature even helped out with with it raining. He probably called. So, he called ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> thank you, everybody, listening to uh, my Prince dedication, dedicated show. Uh, episode 30. Episode 30. I miss him. I'll always miss him. I love him. And um, I'm a Prince fan. And til, we're back on schedule. Till I die. Yeah, we're back on sk- schedule. We will get another episode in two weeks. I think
0: you actually have a guest in two weeks, too. You told me. No, it's not. Yeah. You know, you know, yeah. we're, we're not going to talk in. about no it. No, I'm saying, but we, I think we have a guest. <laughs> so let people know. We're, okay. we're growing the show like you promised. Yes. We have a guest coming.
1: We have time. a guest coming up. So stay tuned. Thank you so much. And we'll see you soon.
0: For more tips and best practices for your career and life, visit TheCubicleChick.com and follow her on Twitter at TheCubicleChick.